My next guest is a TikTok star, and welcome, welcome back, Mr. Kevin Welch. Kevin, we the regular season's in the books. We are on to the wild card round. How, how's it been for you? Everything has been great, man. I'm so much looking forward to these playoffs, dude. I think, uh, you know, I think we're gonna have a a lot of fireworks in these playoff games, and like, dude, I am so excited for them to get started. I feel like for this weekend, I was real, real excited, and then two is out. Probably is out. Two is not gonna play. Obviously, long term health more important. But I thought Lamar might play, and now it's looking like it's doubtful. It's a shame. It's a shame that both these guys are going to be out because, honestly, those games really don't mean much to me. I would say even more so, I think Bill's Dolphins is going to be literally not close at all. Like, dude, that game without without Tua in there, even though, like, the Dolphins are always a team, Zach. I feel like you might agree with this, like, We've always felt like they don't really revolve completely around their quarterback. Um, their scheme's built with like a good run game, great receivers. The defense has stepped up, but um, dude, you can't expect your th- like Teddy Bridgewater might not even play because of a stupid pinky injury. It's like, dude, I mean, come on, like you expect the, like Teddy Bridgewater to step up and play through a pinky injury, but um, so that game I think is gonna be. But I'm not counting out the Ravens. It's hard to play a team. Well, the Dolphins are playing the Bills three times. It's hard to play three t- team three times, especially back to back weeks. Back-to-back weeks against the team, regardless of the quarterback, is hard. Um, so I would not be surprised if that game's closer than people think. But um, you'd like to think that without without Lamar, like Ravens are probably done. Yeah, I had a solution for everybody, but I don't think they're going to do it because it's logistically impossible. So nobody wants to see Skylar Thompson on national TV. Sure. Nobody, nobody also wants to see Anthony Brown on national TV. So this is my solution, and I think it corrects a lot of issues. You have the Dolphins play the Ravens. Put that on Saturday night with the NBC B team since NBC has two games. And you have the Bengals play the Bills, basically the game we missed because of the Hamlin injury. And the winner of the Bills and the Bengals plays again next week, but the winner gets home field. That way we get two Bills-Bengals games. The, the crappy game, nobody cares about it. It's on Saturday night, nobody's watching anyways. And that way we get like really good football and not just two dud games in the wild card. I think for the fans, that would be so much more fun. Oh, yeah. And also the Ravens, Dolphins, nobody advances. So it's just basically, like, hey, you get to see these seventh rounders. And if they do anything, you get you watch the fun game. I love it, actually. I think that's I think that's funny. That's a, that's a good little concept because then we get to see it twice because we're going to get to see it twice anyway. Like yeah. we because we, we were going to see it regular season and playoffs probably. No, might as well just skip to that point. We're probably going to see Bill's Bengals in the yeah. in the uh, in the divisional round anyway. So I, I like that idea. I think that's hilarious. You were at that game. What was What was that like? Oh yeah, dude. I was at that game. It was um, probably the craziest game I've been at, which like is wild to say. And like, not in like when it comes to a crazy game winning touchdown or, um, but it was, it was a very emotional game. I felt like um, because everyone there, like the hype leading up to it was like, we're about to watch one of the games of the year and Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, like this game is going to be unreal. They shot off the fireworks, right? The pre- dude, like people are literally going crazy. It's probably the best environment you'll see in Cincinnati, like that you've probably seen there. And, you know, out of nowhere, right? DeMar goes down. Everyone has to watch, you know, like it was really tough because you're watching the CPR, right? Like you're watching the, the You could see everything. The TV like, wasn't showing oh, that much. You could see everything. Everybody could see it, especially um, even like I was actually sitting like more. I was sitting in like the 300 levels kind of towards the front. So like. Um, people in the upper bowls could really see what's happening because you had like a bird's eye view over the players like surrounding Demar. Um, where the people in like the lower levels were kind of like blocked out a little bit from the view because like the players were huddling around them. But 
um, it was it was tough, man, because when you're watching somebody on the field getting CPR, you're like, am I about to, you know, watch a player go down on the field, you know, and 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 pass away, you know, like, but it was really emotional. People were like really stressed out, and then, um, you know, what a wild way to end the game. Nobody, people didn't want the game to continue in the stadium. I will say, like, people were just like, let's end this thing. Um, but people did stick around to kind of feel it out and just wanted to like see what ended up happening. But um, I will say like such a shame that happened, but I, um, you know, I guess, you know, for that game to be one that united the NFL community so much, I think it was a good one to say I got to like be there and like even be even more entrenched in the whole like situation. But I mean, I'm just happy he's doing okay. Were they telling people that they couldn't leave while the ambulance was on the field? I've heard that because they want to make sure there's like a quick entry to the hospital. They don't want like cars flying around the parking lot, potentially deterring the ambulance from leaving. Were they telling people to stay in their seats? I, so they were, they were saying nothing over like the PA or anything like that. Um, now I'm not sure if they like closed down the gates. Like if they weren't letting people walk out of the gates, I'm not positive. Cause I stayed in my seat. Um, but they really weren't telling us much at all when we were sitting in the stands. Like, Literally, we heard two messages from them. Literally, one was the game has been suspended, which was pretty much indefinitely suspended, just meaning, you know, we're not sure if it's going to resume or not. And then the simple one, like, after I already saw on Twitter, it was like, like, literally Twitter, I saw on Twitter before they even announced in the stadium, like, the game has been canceled. But um, I w- I'm not sure if they were, like, closing the gates or anything. They didn't tell us anything, but they could have been shutting them off. And that would have been, but they even got, like, a, you know, 10 police car escort to the, to the, so it wasn't a – I don't think it would have been a huge issue. Was exiting the stadium, was everybody just kind of just quiet, just kind of like this is one of the weirdest things, the most sad things I've ever seen? Oh, yeah. It was it was really quiet. And, um, yeah, like because everyone was flooding out kind of at the same time, and it was just like everyone was just kind of looking at each other, just being like, what just happened? Like, I, I think it was a great experience, like just uh, I don't know, like great experience to just like feel connected with the entire fan base regardless yeah. of your team. Yeah. Um, Bills fans, and Bills fans, me not being a fan of either. So yeah. I was kind of a good, like, but, um, I think it was definitely like, a, the emotions were hitting everybody for sure. And I think it was like about more than football. Yeah. No, that was nuts. Well, I'm glad he's doing it. I think he was just discharged from the hospital yesterday. It's phenomenal. Yeah, he, his recovery. Yeah, and then like, is, man. yeah. And then like looking towards some of these games this weekend. So we've got, because the lions beat Seattle and Seattle, uh, Seattle won. So the Lions Seattle are out. Won. Seahawks are in. Packers are out. Seahawks are playing the Niners. It's the third time this year. First two haven't gone too well. Um, you expecting anything from Seattle? Do you think this is kind of walk in the park for San Fran? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm more in the boat with everybody that it's probably going to be a walk in the park for San Fran. Um, but, man, we both know, Zach, it's playoff football, and you're playing, you're playing an NFC West opponent. A team that's already seen you twice. You're playing a seventh round quarterback. You're playing, yeah, a seventh round quarterback. Which, I'll be honest, I get it. Brock Purdy's been playing great, and like I've been very impressed by him. But it's a rookie quarterback, and he's in the playoffs, and that is harder than people think. And I know that team's very much built through their defense, built through really great play calling and play development. But um, I will say, I think the idea of Brock Purdy being a quarterback gives Seattle a chance, and it's just kind of one of those games where Seattle knows San Fran. So if like, if, if someone can do it, like when they're 10 point dogs or whatever it is, like I think they could put a better fight. People think, but I normally think like 10 points seems like too much in a playoff game like that. But um, 
I'm excited to watch it though, actually. Like I know it's I think it's a sneaky one. Yeah. No, that I'm pretty sure the last time or the only time those teams have ever matched up in the postseason was um the NFC championship game, Sherman and uh Crabtree. I the second you were just saying that, I was yeah. thinking Sherman and Crabtree and yeah, what so. a game we had there, right? Yeah. So what if we could get something like that again, man? Be that incredible. would be crazy. It'd be it'd be awesome to see Gino win a playoff game because it's amazing just seeing him the season he's had. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. And I wish um the thing another like downside of Seattle in this playoff run too is like started out the season hotter than they finished. Yeah. And like so it's it's a little bit like it's almost like they're not coming into the playoffs super hot, but you know, maybe maybe that won't be a big issue. Yeah. And it's a Saturday night. We've got Jags, Chargers. Um, I think this is gonna be the best game of the weekend based on the injuries of the quarterbacks we already mentioned. Um Chargers kind of their record, their record's better than they've played. And a, a lot of people thought they'd do that, but obviously Slater got hurt early on. I think I saw he's practicing. I don't know if he's going to play. But Jags have been rolling. Obviously, they had that. They got thumped by Carolina, but Tennessee was no no issue, and they've been kind of rolling. I think with four in a row before the before week seven. I think that's roughly right. I, I'm trying to remember what because they beat the Jets in week was it sixteen? They beat the, beat the Jets. Jets or... they, they smoked the Cowboys. That was the that was the big one. Yep, the Cowboys. That was a big one. Yeah, dude, they've been playing great. The Jazz. Yeah, so like, I think it's it. it's in Jacksonville. Chargers, like we don't really know what to expect from this year. Herbert has, I mean, you lose your left tackle. I'll give you that. But like Keenan Allen missed the first half of the season. Mike Williams. They don't even know he's going to play because he played last week for no reason at all. Uh, who I'm kind of leaning Jacksonville in this one. Who do you like? I'm leaning Jacksonville as well. Um, you could call it a coin flip game. I mean, you could because I think. I think, like you said, it's going to be one of the best games. I really do. Like, I don't see either team blowing the opposite team out. Um, but, dude, I like Jacksonville, too. I think, um, like you said, the Chargers record is a little bit misleading. Uh, they've played a, an easier – they've played an easier schedule than people realize, especially towards the end here. Um, they've seemed – this season, in my mind, they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat on their schedule that are much easier opponents – and they tend to hang in there and lose by a touchdown or, you know, three points to the teams that are better than them. Um, you know, they did get a good win against the Dolphins we saw. And like, I think that was a Sunday night football game. Um, but I, I'm still wary on the Chargers. I really am. And I think the most they'll get is one win in this postseason. But um, the Jags, I like their defense. And Trevor Lawrence is finding a way. I think their offense could get like it has. I don't know. When they, I went to the Jets-Jags game and their offense felt a little um, weak considering how good their defense is playing and um, how bad the Jets, like, Jets were playing. But uh, I like the Jags, man. I, I, I think I think that the and home field advantage, too. We can't discount that. Home field advantage matters, especially in Jacksonville team. Is, this is like the biggest game they've had, like literally the biggest game they've had in so long. Yeah, probably since the um, that team with Bortles and Bortles, Jalen yeah, Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah, when they what AFC Championship, they made it too, right? Yeah, and they got kind of screwed by that one pass interference call, but it's interesting. And then that's a that's a big step up for for uh, Trevor Lawrence getting that playoff. But apparently, also, it's also a thing. Apparently, his his record apparently his record Clemson was all on Saturdays. Apparently, he hasn't lost a Saturday game since like high school. I don't know wow. if that means anything. Well, I think that means everything. I think I mean, Jags are guaranteed to win. Yeah. Oh, you're playing <laughs> NC State, so it's a little, little bit different. But yeah, no. <laughs> I think that's the best, the best. And then, so kind of moving on to Sundays, obviously we already talked about, I think I saw the Bills lines. Now it's at 13. I got a 12 and a half. I hammered them. I think that one's, it's it's over. Yeah. uh, Literally give me the Bills to win by two touchdowns. And like, honestly, don't look into this game too much. I get it. Tyreek Amato are there, but 
you know, when you got your third stringer throwing, it, yeah. it doesn't mean much. You know, the only way I think this one is close is if Allen's throwing too many INTs. But because you got a decent secondary, I'll give it to you with Holland, Xavier Howard, and Byron Jones. But like, if if the Bills are playing their game and they're not making mistakes, this one's over at halftime. I totally agree. And, and you know, we saw like midseason, Allen was struggling a little bit, making some tough decisions, throwing the ball, and like people were getting a little upset. And like, you know, he was definitely struggling. But I think he's finding his groove now. And like, even if he is throwing picks, I, 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 I like this is too much of a mismatch with the quarterback situation going on. Yeah. And then the, I think that the midday game is interesting because you've got the Giants and you got the Vikings and the Vikings have disappointed in recent weeks. Obviously they, they got thumped by green Bay in a which I thought was a pretty easy game for them. And the Giants kind of had that early start. I think it was like five and one or five and oh, and they've kind of fallen off. Obviously they had a lot of, a bunch of injuries and you've got a first year, two first year head coaches, but you also have Kirk cousins not playing at one o'clock on a Sunday, which is kryptonite. So I mean, what do you, a lot of people are taking the Giants in this one. I'm kind of leaning Giants. Vikings, I mean, I, I was just so disappointed for what I saw against the, I saw with them against the Packers. And then they did lose. They've lost a couple offensive linemen. The defense has played horrible the entire season, but the Giants are unpredictable. I think people are overreacting on the Vikings' recent play. I think so? Personally. Yes. I, I think, um, the Vikings kind of been one of those teams where all year people have been very wary to respect. And I get it, you know, like they were winning a lot of close games, um, but they were beating great teams. Zach. I think we need to remember that. Like some of those games they were winning, like they were against good teams. And um, what makes people wary is you see the Vikings a few games, they come out and get blown out. Like they got blown out in a couple, few games this year. And it's like, wait, how do you beat these good teams and get blown out in a few games? But um, I think people are just trying to find a reason to pick against the Vikings just because um, they still don't want to believe. And I actually believe in the Vikings come this playoff run. I really do. Um, I think they're going to take care of business at home against the Giants. I, um, I think this team, I think Kevin O'Connell, um, right? We saw him in the playoffs last year with the Rams. And um, I think he's ready to go. I think he's going to be able to lead this team. Uh, I think to win over the Giants. I think it went over the Niners, but um, that for a lot of people thinks is a hot take and I, I get it. I think it is, but I, I, I do think um, I believe in the Vikings much more than, than else other people. And I, I don't know. Do you think the Vikings like are overrated? Could you like, you, you seem to be taking like Giants are underdogs, but I you don't trust the Vikings. I get the, it. The point differential scares me. The fact that Washington almost beat them a couple scares me. The fact they were down 33, nothing to, the Colts, even though they won the game, that scares me. And I mean, like, just the offensive line being beat up, it scares me because if if the Giants can somehow take Jefferson out of the game, I don't think there's any way the Vikings can beat him. I know you got a, Osborne's been having some great stat lines, but he's doing that because he's getting no no one's covering him. But I, I get that. Now, one thing I want to add that Zach really quick that you were just saying is like, I don't think we should discount the fact that the Vikings know how to win football games. Um, I don't care how you do it. It reminds me of the Kansas City Chiefs and how they always seem to find a way. Um, if the Chiefs struggle early against the Denver Broncos, well, we already know they're going to come back and win that game. We look a few years, like three three years ago in the playoffs, and they played against the Texans. We were like, oh man, the Chiefs, uh, they they didn't show up first half. Oh, okay, they beat the Texans. They, they do have that away. one guy named named Patrick who's pretty good. They do. Where you know the Vikings don't. The Vikings don't. But um, I I do think the Vikings have shown this year though that they can find a way to win football games, and that's what matters in the playoffs. So. I, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna roll with them. I think they can get hot, but 
again, if they came out and lost by like freaking 20 points to Giants, like that is what their team has showed this year. If the Giants, I mean, if the Vikings don't win this one, it's not pretty. I think there's a, there's a strong chance, and Vikings fans don't want to hear this, that Justin Jefferson's not there this next year. He's up for an extension. If he thinks Kirk Cousins can't do it for him, he could be that next superstar receiver to move on. Yeah, because what is it would be after year three for him then? Yeah. So what eligible. he would be so he he's would be eligible. asking for a he would be asking for a trade then. He'll, yeah. He'd be asking for that. He probably wants to be the highest paid receiver in football and he has every right to do so. And I don't really I mean, like with Diggs, guys guys don't want to play in Minnesota. I, I get that. You guys don't want to play there and but dude, they've crafted up a nice little offense for him there, like to get him the football, except for Green Bay. <laughs> but Jair Alexander and like they they really just Committed. We are shutting down Justin Jefferson, not going to let him beat us. And we'll probably see the Giants try to do the same. Yeah, because if you're trying to think, because I was reading some article yesterday about how they're literally like that in the NFL now, like you need that number one receiver. You can't just do it with a couple great receivers. You need that number one just guy. And you're, you saw that this year with the Raiders and Devonta, how he just changed the whole offense. A.J. Brown's doing with Philly. Tyreek's doing with the Dolphins. I'm just trying to think, okay, we're just playing hypotheticals. If Justin Jefferson says, I want out. And you're trying to think of a team that's just a receiver away from being that dominant team. Who is it? Gosh, I'm trying to think. Who do I feel like is a receiver away from being that dominant? Well, I think you got to think of a team that's probably already a playoff team in my like eyes. Like the Chargers? So. Chargers had him on there? Well, Chargers would be great. Yeah, the issue. I mean, this year their issue was Mike Williams and Keenan just struggling. Mike Williams was always hurt. That's the thing. Keenan Allen's yeah. 32. Yeah, I, I, I think – I guess you're right. Like a Chargers could make sense because like they have their the receivers are getting old and pairing him with Herbert could be a nice little combo right there. Um, I mean, if I run through the teams, right? Like you got the Bengals. No, you got Bengals. Bengals are good. They got no. Yeah. So Chargers. People Jags, will say Ravens. Them. I don't. Th- I don't think he wants to play. And we don't even know if Lamar. I don't think Lamar's any bad. So Lamar's yeah. th- that's out. Yeah, Ravens so even nobody wants to play. No, because we'll do also rave receivers don't want to go to Baltimore. Like we know that. Like they they know it's a it's a it's a graveyard for receivers. Yeah. Um, but then you know, you get in the NFC. Yeah, Seahawks aren't a receiver away. I don't know if Lawrence um, is on that level yet where they're like a great receiver away. They yeah. do have some average receivers. They overpaid Christian Kirk, even though he had a really good season. But I don't know if they're at that level where you're like, this is the team that can make me take me to the next level, unless but I, I just don't see him unless uh, he, he could pull like a Bradley Beal and say, Oh, I want to stay here, get that max contract and say, I'm out of here. But I, I, I don't, I don't see him staying there long term. And I think the team with the worst receivers in the playoffs are probably the New York Giants. Yeah, but you, you but want to, is that, like, I feel like that's a downgrade for a receiver to go from Kirk to Daniel it's a, Jones. It's a, it's a downgrade, right? Like, it's like you might as well just stay in Minnesota at that point because unless you felt like, because um, it seems like the Giants are believe, pro- probably going to stick with Daniel Jones. I think um, they will. I'm thinking that they will. Um, I, I don't know what other options there would be out there. Like literally the only guys that you could even think about, like, cause they're not going to get one in the draft. So it'd probably need to be Lamar Jackson or like, honestly, the best that's available would be like a Derek Carr or something. Probably if they Derek were really Carr, trying. I was going to ask you about yeah. that. Derek Carr penned his goodbye today to the Raiders. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, as a Raiders fan myself, I will share my fandom on here. It's definitely sad for me for sure. I think, um, I mean, I saw it coming. I knew it was going to happen. Like, it was just a matter of him publicly saying it. Um, I've been a Raider fan for a long time. And um, since I was 10 years old and, you know, Carr has been my team's quarterback for so long. And it'll be really hard to see him in a different uniform. And I think um, I personally wanted to see him get another year in the in the system with Josh McDaniels. I think um, 
they kind of did him dirty a little bit personally, but um, maybe that's me being a little emotionally attached to the quarterback that I've grown up with. So it's hard to like kind of separate that because um, in all, in all reality, you know, with Derek Carr, we haven't, you know, we as in the Raiders haven't had a um, ton of great success, obviously, but um, it's been better success than we had before him. And the defenses have struggled a lot over the years. Um, so, you know, the, the surrounding cast wasn't great and he's always had a ton of new coaches, but you know, I'm going to be a fan of Carr, like, literally wherever he goes. I hope you're he goes. His, you're getting team. his commander's jersey in September? Well, yeah. I mean, the commander's team, him being a commander would be the biggest joke just because – Oh, well, that's probably what's going to happen. I'm not I mean, for it, but it's what they're going to do. It's yeah, another quick fix. It's not going to be um, – it's not going to be Indy. They're officially going to get their quarterback, and I think commanders make some sense. I think Jets make some sense, and I think Panthers make some sense. Um, Personally, I think – uh, I mean, New York Jets could be a good fit. Um, it could be, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him get out of the AFC and you know send it over to Carolina. Um, because they got a good defense. Their line's looking good. They just you know they drafted Ikiakwanu this year. Like where you know they're getting some some good solidified off- offensive linemen and um. And I think that the Panthers getting a new head coach would be able to give Carr like the commitment of like a few years, which is probably what he'd be looking for. Maybe more so than the Jets who. You know, if they struggle, like, who knows what Robert Sala and the Jets are, like, what their situation is going to look like. I mean, I think they're drafting great. Like, odds are everything's fine. But even they were talking about Michael Floor for the Jets possibly getting fired or, like, they don't he's even gone. know if they're going to want to keep him. Oh, he's gone. Well, you, you think he's gone? They already, they already they're, they're, they're parting ways. That's, that's over. Okay, that's it. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that situation is, like, I mean, it is filled with, I think, more young talent than you get with the Panthers. Um, But... I don't know, dude. NFC South's not a bad spot to be right now for Carr, who's dying to get a championship. So um, I'm personally hoping Carr goes to the Panthers, and I, uh, I'm i going to predict that too right now. I'm going to say Carr to the Panthers is my prediction. Then we can overdraft DJ Moore in fantasy next year, and he'll still finish his top 30. Um, That's true. He won't catch a touchdown, right? No, no. <laughs> Are you going to any of the playoff games? So I, I've not planned on going to any of the playoff games yet. Um, I... Don't think I'm going to make it to any of the wild card games this weekend. Um, if I make it to games after that, it's likely that I'll drive to them uh, because it'll be like driving to like a Buffalo. Like if they host. How far is that from or... a couple hours? What is that? Buffalo would be about five hours from me. Um, but it, it's hard though, because buying flights to the, to the, where the playoff games are being hosted. It's like um, you have to buy them week of. And, and you do Southwest, like... you're going to miss the whole game. True. True. Exactly. Right. And funny but uh so i don't know my plan for the playoff games i definitely uh um i definitely want to make sure i want to try, i like my goal would be i want to try to make it to the pro bowl if i can make it there which would be really awesome. you think dodgeball I, I would, black football I, I don't know i think it's a, i think it'd be a good experience also just heading out to vegas i think seeing the personalities of all the players yeah, is always a good fun thing and um obviously a huge bucket list thing to make it out to my first super bowl we'll yeah. see not quite sure if it's going to happen this year. I would, you know, it'll take some luck for sure. But, um, you know, I'm big keeping my fingers crossed, but who knows? Like, yeah. but I, 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 even, even just to watch these games, I'm excited. Yeah. No, this weekend should be good. I'm hoping the game, the, the crappy game is a little bit better than I'm anticipating. But I think once we get to the divisional round, I think it's just good games from here on out. Oh, yeah, so, maybe. Yeah, man. So what, what, before I let you go, what's your, what's your Super Bowl prediction? Ooh, Super Bowl prediction. I'm going with the normie prediction here. We're going to go. Kansas City Chiefs are playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. You think so? Yep. I'm going to go with the one seeds. And I think I'm going to go Chiefs 27, 
Eagles 20. I can see it. I can see it. Mahomes is well on his way to getting a second MVP, but yeah, I can't wait. Hoping, hoping these games are better than I think they're going to be, but praying Lamar plays just to make that Sunday night game watchable. But I don't know. I don't know, man. But I always appreciate the time. I'm, how can people follow you on social, get you on TikTok and on IG and Twitter? Yeah, guys, across the board, Kevin Walsh, NFL, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all that jazz. Um, would love to you guys check out my content. I try my best to just provide a lot of value and keep everybody posted on the NFL. So if you'd like to check it out, I would really appreciate it. Cool, man. Cool, man. We really appreciate it. Can't wait for these games this weekend.